Due to the extensive lengthy nature of this conversation, we've decided to break it up into multiple segments. We want to thank you for joining us for this part, and are looking forward to sharing the rest of this conversation of Drunken Sorcerer. But it's that same idea of, we're having cleanup mess, or you guys are playing politics over whether this war is good or not. Right, like, you see what I'm saying? I mean, alright. It's one of those, like, you've got the, the, this whole, like, you know, defund police movement. Right. Okay. I'm not against allocating state funding to go towards certain things. Right. Maybe the, maybe police departments <laughs> need better or different training. Yeah. Maybe police officers need better or different equipment more services other than just police. That too. Okay. But using the term defund and the way that it's being presented as basically disband right. is the wrong way of going about it. When I listen to the one-sided source of information, that's all I hear is that it's being talked about as disband. When I listen to the other side of source of information, all I hear is it's different being addressed as unallocate or, you know, disperse. Okay. So I don't know for sure myself that that's all that it's being presented as is disband. It may be. The no. crowd in the stadium may all be chanting kill him, kill him, kill him. The problem that you have But is I don't know. That you see what I mean? No, see things. It's not only being worded as or presented as disband. Right. But that's the message that's being driven home is the we can take X amount of funds from them because we really don't need them anyway. Right. Type of mentality. Which is clearly not the case. And on the other side of the information, I've never heard that. Our assistant producers are Lisa Kelly Briggs, Elessa Glass, Julie Phillips, Selena Ophelia, Raven Madigan, Serena Abrahamson, and Gina Volpe. Thank you, everybody. But, well, see, my thing is, it's not, like I said, I'm not saying they don't need different training. Part of that also is they're using gear and, 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 training and stuff like that that has been outdated for so long because they right. don't have the funding to get 
better training or newer gear or whatever the case may be. And I'm not talking like they need brand new firearms every year. I'm talking fucking body cams. That, name me a fucking police force or, or a fucking police precinct that is... I I have never heard of one police precinct that is against body cams, yet none of them can get funding for it. No, because it's one yeah. of those things that 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 in itself is a double edged sword. The, the the body cams, and I think most police departments and state politicians, whatever, look at that as the double edged sword of the okay, if we pay X amount for this, but it could turn around and bite us in the ass because. John Smith, police officer, right. doesn't fucking get his head out of his ass. Right. Yeah. Who who knows? I, I'm not 100% sure what all the different reasons are. But I do know, like I said, it, it is a double-edged sword. You're right. going to have a scenario where the cop is wrong. Yeah. You're going to have scenarios where the cop is right. You're also going to, and because it's with today's technology... It is extremely simple to edit and facilitate the viewpoint you want yeah. presented in the video. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have issue with it. things that Cuomo has done. What other bullshit did you add in there? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can fabricate whatever kind of video you want. Right. And, it's and have it look seamless as if it never was edited at all. Well, and that's the thing. is, is It's not even about making new footage, it's like reality TV. You yes. shoot everything, you cut out the parts that don't um, fit what you want with your narrative. And you yes. leave, yeah. It, and and yeah. that's the And when you get into that headache and debacle, now you're running into more court time, right. more court fees, more insurance things, more man hours for the police to have to go to court or anything else. Right. And it's it's... A clusterfuck to begin with, now you're adding more fuel to it. Right, right. So, the, the whole body cam part in general, I get that it's a double-edged sword for municipalities to decide on. Right. However, when they're using, say, body armor that's from, like, 97. Yeah. And the ceramic plates that are in there have a shelf life of 10 years. We're 13 years after that ceramic plate should have been replaced. Right. What the fuck? Yeah. When they're using tactics and training that, while in somewhat is effective, it's also outdated in there are much easier and better ways to detain or handle a situation no, absolutely. than what we did during Vietnam era. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's one of those... Uh, this goes for police. We've discussed it with you know, the big guy for corrections. Yeah. It's not throwing any names out there. It's across the board. Yeah. No, absolutely. Those things are not going to get fixed by taking funds away. Yes and no. I get your point, yeah. and I agree with your point. It's like the being fed up and angry. I get it. Those things aren't going to be fixed by burning down a target. Correct. Apply that to focused, targeted goals. 
that do need to be addressed. Yeah. Let's not throw money at the police so that they can buy a fucking, uh, what was that fucking, there was some fucking municipality that bought a fucking people mover. Uh, fucking, a military fucking six-wheeled really? nice. people mover nice. for their police force and they had a fucking, it was a city of like 2,000 people. Really? Because <laughs> you need a fucking really? rep for that? <laughs> no, Actually, no that wouldn't instead be of fucking that, maybe fucking no. update your training and get your officers some fucking better body armor. Like, yeah, you get, and, and again, and, but this goes back to that thing That's where it's differentiation like differentiation of allocation, right? And but this goes back to that thing, and this is the problem that I see, and one of the things that I don't have a good answer for. Okay, all right. Aside from the slogan being a dumb slogan, defund the police. No, what we really mean is reallocate. Then why didn't you use that as a fucking slogan to begin with? Aside from that, yeah. let's say in a crazy universe, those insane, mean, racist, right-wing Republicans all capitulated and said, fine, Democrats, you get whatever you want. We'll abolish the police. And the Democrats go, oh, we don't want to abolish, we just want to defund. Okay, great. I don't have confidence that in that bill to reallocate funds, that half of them aren't getting raises. Well, that's, yeah. That, you get what I'm the, saying? Yeah, they're going to take the money that would have went to the police department, and they're going to put it in their own pocket. Right. So we'll, us as and the taxpayers the are still side, paying the same amount, if the, not more. The flip side, all those, those fucking snowflake fucking Democrats and fucking, you know... <laughs> Uh, we're gonna kneel as if that's gonna do something. Yeah, everybody remember Kobe. You know, fucking, I'm gonna post a post Facebook post because that's gonna fucking stop child fucking. I'm, I'm sorry. My, okay, let me finish this. My point is, is that those people they go fine. We'll do it your way. And we oh, let's now allocate for better fucking equipment. I don't believe that none of them aren't gonna take the money that should have gone to the fucking police for better equipment. And not give themselves raises. Correct. Like, and, and that's, that's the problem that I'm... No. You know what I mean? The problem is, it should not... No part of the Senate, Congress, um, governor, mayor, whatever, none of them should be voting on their own fucking raises. Period. But they all are. The people yeah. should decide whether they get a raise or not. Yeah. The people are the ones that are supposed to have that power. The Congress, Senate, governors, all that type of work for the people. Yeah. No, uh, the problem is they don't seem to have that thought process that that is how this system was decided and developed in the first place. Yeah. And there's no accountability for not. You know, it's one of those, it's almost like, you know, consensual non-consent. You know, it's like, <laughs> Like the governor's sitting there saying, no, I got elected governor. Now you're going to take whatever I give to you and you got to like it. Right. And you're going, I didn't agree to this shit. Right. Well, unfortunately, you kind of did because you didn't stop him from getting elected. Yeah. I mean, realistically, if you want to look at it. Let me stop him from getting elected. Instead, I'm going to vote for 
oh, the other idiot that's going to do the exact same fucking thing because yeah, they're the both. The problem is one's going to dip their gl- their dick in glass shards, the other one's not. Yeah, they're you got to figure out which is the worst. It, it, it's they're both professional wrestlers, both working for the same institution, and they're both under kayfabe. <laughs> so, so like, okay, one's glass shards, the other <laughs> one's fucking oh fuck splinters me. and wood and and stones. I just had a visual image. Yeah, you know, like the beginning of was Como, it Rambo? Oh, no, Como all buffed out with the nipple rings, fucking, fucking with the fucking um, uh, uh, <laughs> cornrows. <laughs> He's been like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, yeah, you got Cuomo with the nipple rings, <laughs> fucking cornrows in his fucking hair <laughs> fucking sitting there with his uh, like pit viper fucking glasses on yep. the tie-dye fucking armband <laughs> yeah just just the armbands because obviously you gotta show the nipple rings yeah, off yeah. right <laughs> sitting there with his fucking dong hanging out as little as it may be and his dick hanging out of his fucking pants and it's covering like like rhinestones like like bedazzled dick right and going who's your daddy now because let's face it He's fucked the shit out of New York. The, the thing is, is, if you look at how much people like Pelosi, Schumer, Cuomo, fucking a- anybody, and I, I know th- those are all Democrats, there's Republicans also. I just don't yeah. remember names off the top of my head. Yeah. If you look at the net value that they had as far as what was in their bank account, what they owned at the time, and how big their house was, and all this other bullshit... When you look at that when they got elected versus what they have now, I'm not saying that it's not allowable to better your life or or to to have an income and get a better level of property or or stuff that you have or whatever the case may be or provide for your family. That's the goal of everybody in the fucking world. Right. Okay? But when you're doing it, at the rest of the people in that state or country or whatever's at their expense, expense yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, it, and, and to it, that especially point, in Congress and Senate and shit like that, when you when they're there for forty something fucking years, yeah, no. And, and my opinion is that to better one's station and one's bank account should not be allowable. If you were in public service. Well, and, and okay, 100% agree with that statement and sentiment. Okay. The problem you're going to have is, for example, say, governor. Okay. You run for governor. Right. Now you have all of this added stress and responsibility and everything else and, and time taken up to be governor. Right. How are you going to work a job? How are you going to be able to do your governing? And be able to provide for your family. I'm not saying that you don't get paid. You shouldn't be able to better yourself. But if you're paid, whatever you, you went get, in with, you should have when you get out. Okay, what I'm saying is, you work. Okay, you work a current job working at Target, and you're making five hundred dollars a week before I got burned out. <laughs> yes. Yes, before it got burned down. <laughs> well, okay. it was either burned down or I just have to like stay home because of quarantine. Like, yeah, one or the it doesn't other. really matter. Yeah. Like, all right. Now, but for example, now you get elected to, I don't know, we'll, we'll say for argument's sake, through 
years of going to town meetings and shit like that, you get elected as your town supervisor now. Right. Okay. The the people wrote your name in and you got elected. Right. You weren't necessarily running, but there you are. Now you're town supervisor. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Why are you all stupid? <laughs> yeah. That, how the fuck did I get here? Um. So now you're town supervisor. Are you saying that as town supervisor, you make the same as you when you were working at Target? No. I'm saying, let's say the job of town supervisor paid 75000 a year. Okay. okay. When I start, that's what I get paid. If I'm there for 40 years, that's what I get paid. Okay. Oh, but what about inflation in the step? So what? Then if... Then Everything else is taken care of through the fucking government and the system anyway. You don't need that big of a fucking check. But that's my point, is... What I am saying when I say that you should not be able to better while in that position. If I started that position and I have this kind of house and this kind of thing, I should not be able to then use that position to increase beyond when I started. Does that make sense? It does. My thought is, though, that, for example, say you go from making $500 a week to now, or whichever that equates to, to now you're making 75000 a year. Right. That's a huge increase in pay. Absolutely. So, in your in, the, in your regard, you can now afford a much better house than what you had when you started. Absolutely. You can and, afford a much better vehicle than I what you had when you started. And all that, and, and but I wouldn't that no- still be considered bettering yourself and, and your stuff? Yes, but limitedly. What I'm referred to is that great. I'm now making seventy five. I can't pass. You a policy cannot put a vote in or elected a bill in to give yourself a raise. My raise, but I also couldn't. Oh, if I have stock in Philip Morris, put a vote in that would increase my stock. My stock freezes. My income freezes. Yeah. Everything freezes while I'm in public service. See, my thing is, if you're in public service, shit like your stock and everything else, that shit gets put on hold. That, you do not make a dime off of that shit while you're in public service. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what that's what I mean. Not not okay. that like it adds up and you don't get to touch it. I'm saying it, you might no. as well have sold it because you ain't making shit. Right. It'll be there at the same whatever it was when you get out. It's just like a giant pause. Yeah. And your whole goal should be to focus on bettering the country, not yourself. Yeah. Or bettering your city or state. And the or- problem that you have is way too many do that for way too fucking long. Yeah. Personally, everybody knows, fucking hate Cuomo. Yeah. And I'm not saying the guy's been there for too long because I hate him. Yeah. I'm saying the guy's been there for too long because I think there should be a four-year limit on every fucking office. Right? Maybe, look, if you look at, say, eight years because you can get elected twice. Like, the same thing we hold the president to yeah. should be every public fucking official office, period. But no. Governors, it, mayors, like, town supervisors, 10, 12 years congressmen, ago, fucking, we all just that got shit. rid of fucking Jesse Strong because he fucking died. Like, dude was fucking, like, KKK fucking promo guy back yeah. and it's like really he's been there for that same thing with fucking Biden you're like really 
None of you have fucking worked a goddamn day in your life, have you? No, they've like, lived off the fucking... For lack of a better phrasing, they've lived off this system more than half the people in the fucking inner cities. Yeah. And yet they turn around and fucking bitch about fucking uh, giving... You know what? It's like... That's that's what I mean. That's the, the disingenuousness that is so frustrating. Which, you know? in part, is why, because you brought up them wearing the, the African costumes and shit like that, when when I see people like fucking Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and stuff like that dressing up and doing the whole like kneeling thing and fucking yeah. all that other bullshit, that I'm not even a black person and I took that as a slap in the face. From what I've heard, many black because people have that was a, they were like, "What the fuck is that bullshit?" Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that was a blatant like you weren't doing that as an act of solidarity. You were doing that. For whatever reasoning, stunt. for whatever reasoning you had and you thought was the message getting across, right? What you got across was the fact that you're basically making fun of an entire community that has a real issue has, going yeah, on. That yeah, that has a legitimate voice and reason to speak out. Yeah, like one of the things I recently learned about because it, it and this is, goes back to what I was saying about like we are often limited to the information we are exposed to. And so one of the things, as this has been going on, is I've tried to make a concerted effort to listen more. Yeah. You know, just in case. And one of the things I recently learned about was that... Penis envy? No, that was from your book. Okay. <laughs> was that when the soldiers came back from World War II, that the way the GI Bill was structured had specific wording into it to not allow... Because um, when the soldiers would come back, they were guaranteed, like, preferential treatment to home loans. Yeah. Okay. Unless they were black. There was specific wording in the bill to not really? loan to black people. Well, then, okay. But here's now, my... I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm also... And I'm not trying to slight that in any way. But if you look at it, it's it's a double edged thing because if you look at it, it's like okay, that was back in World War II. However, if you really look at it, that was only what sixty years ago. Yeah, and when you think about generational, and when I say generational wealth, I don't mean wealth in millions of dollars. I mean the fact that if your parents can't send you to school, can't pay for good nutrition, can't provide you a car to get to a better job, like yeah. things, things like that, then it affects generations. You know? It's like, I, the reason I bring that up, though, is to say that things like that are absolutely things that have happened and are absolutely contributory to the disparity of equality that we have. What the fuck is the goddamn left doing because kneeling for a political stunt is not helping that? No. It certainly isn't going to do anything to fucking fix it. But you see what I'm saying? It's like it's 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 not a this the those foxholes of, of idealism. It's Growing up, it, it was always referred to as the mommy-daddy problem. 
anything that's foreign policy, anything that's economic threat was a Republican, their control, their field of, of purview of excellence. Okay. And anything that was social, that was concerned with the, the well-being of others, was a Democrat then. Okay. That's how it was growing up. Okay. Broad generalities. All right. So, okay, taking that as your, your broad conservative slash liberal structure, hey, conservatives, where are any of your policies that are addressing protecting American people that are being hurt? Yeah, they happen to be black. Hey, liberals, where are your policies helping the working class? Yeah, they happen to be cops. Like, you see what I'm, like... See, my thing well, is, it, it shouldn't even have to have the wording of, yeah, they happen to be at all. No, absolutely, it shouldn't. But it's also a situation, where, like, like, for example, I am so sick and tired of hearing the phrase white privilege because if I, my brain automatically goes to privilege being like silver spoon right okay like like wealthy like that type of like privileged okay to which my brain automatically goes fuck you right i had to fucking bust my ass to earn what i've got right right you know like i wasn't i got pulled over i got a fucking ticket right i've gotten pulled over and put in cuffs on the side of the fucking road and I had my entire car torn apart and had a fucking gun pointed at me because I fit the description of a person wanted for assault and armed robbery. Right. I'm not black. I'm white. Right. And I still went through that shit. Yeah. Granted, it may not be every single day. Right. But guess what? I know what it's like to go through that. You can't sit there and say, I have not had my struggles because I'm white. Right. But that goes back to that language thing. Okay. That was something we, we started to talk about at dinner was that, and I'm not, I, I want to be clear. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think, I know that you're not necessarily a fan, but Trevor Noah had a clip. He does this thing called Between the Takes where, like, during commercial breaks, they'll just talk to the audience. Yeah. And he had a clip where, he was talking to the audience, and someone addressed the issue of reparations. Okay. And he said, the thing is, is that, you know, he, he essentially said the same thing, is that, you know, when you, when you discuss or mention something of white privilege, most of the white populace of the country who are poor and have had to struggle and work for most of their life are sitting there going, white privilege, what the fuck is that? I wish I had white privilege. Like, it's a superpower I can activate to go, white privilege! Like, like, you know... White privilege, unite! Right, like, you know... And he's like... (laughs) like, Wait, wait. Is that like whites assemble? Or... No? Okay, never mind. And he's like, you know, most of the country is sitting there going, I wish this was... You know, but they don't see it. But it's a, it's that language thing is that the 
as far as I understand it from what I've been able to look. Okay. And it's not just even recently, like, something I've yeah. okay, looked into before. That idea, the idea intended by white privilege, or that term, is the idea that, for instance, but this isn't the only thing, that when white GIs came back, they could get a house. And so their children were more privileged. Yes, their children still had to work. They still had struggles. They still had everything else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But they were starting out at a better position than, you know, a black person. Okay. Because of my background, I could argue and say, I know many black people that started out in a much better position than I did. Yeah. Okay. But I also have to recognize I don't know how many times things that shouldn't happen normally happen to them that I've never had to experience. Yes. Now, when presented that way, my first question was, so then it sounds to me like you're advocating for penalizing me for other people being shitty to other people. <laughs> Essentially, that's, that's went, what they want to do, yes. And I went, that was my response. I went, how, what the fuck? And what I learned was, though that there are some ignorant people that want that, just like some ignorant people want, well, let's abolish the police completely. Yeah. Okay. That the intention behind the good faith argument is no, we reallocate funds to where they will actually help communities including the police. Okay? That the good faith argument is that it is not to penalize me for shitty things that some asshole does to somebody else, but it is to help the person that was hurt by that asshole. While I, while, okay, while I get that, and I don't disagree with that, when the topic of, say, reparations gets brought up, nobody that I know or know of has ever worked on a plantation a day in their life. Nobody that I know or know of has owned a slave a day in their life. Now, when that, because <laughs> now I'm going, oh wait, yeah, never mind. Um, you forgot the BDSM community, huh? Yeah, no, yeah. no, I wasn't looking at it in that regard. That that's a different type of thing. That's that's that's. I'm like, I've known people that are fucking slaves. That's like, that now. That's. Collaring ceremony and everything. Yeah, no, but, but what I'm saying is, is no, I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's not. No, I get it. The thing is, like, now I'm going, oh, yeah. If they're listening to this, they're going to be fucking, what the fuck? That's not what I'm getting at. Um, But what I'm saying is, reparations for what? The, the people down the road, so I know family of black people down the road, okay? We'll say, just leave it, no names. 
Yeah. People down the road live in the city, come up here on the weekends or, or during the winter time, whatever the case is, to get away from the hubbub of the city. Right. They are far more well off than I am. So what the fuck reparations do I owe them for anything? Not a goddamn cent. And I understand what you're saying, okay? But like I said, it goes back to the language, okay? When the rallying cry of defund the police went up, what I had to chuckle to myself about was that when I would look into the the right political media, over and over and over down the line, I would hear this common refrain of, well, clearly they just want the purge. As if the purge is a represent, is a representation of what is being expressed. The comedy of that aside, okay. Is it bad that I would say that might not be a bad idea? Well, if you've watched the movies, which I actually watched all of them, they were actually good, was about this issue. But what I'm saying is, would it be a bad thing if I thought maybe having something like the purge was not such a bad idea? No, except it's called the French Revolution, and then the aftermath of such is that anyone that doesn't pass the purity test gets killed. And guess what? That means you and I. I'm not talking about, like, <laughs> genetics because or no, 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 bloodline talking, or anything else. No, no, I'm not talking that. I'm talking the people rise up, they overthrow all the politicians off with their heads, great, they assemble a new fucking legislation, and then they start enacting purity tests, just like in the French Revolution, just like in Rome. Yeah. And the problem is, that new ideal, because I inadvertently misspoke and said a good kill or good shooting, and because you are exposed to one aspect of information and are not fully versed in all the different dimensions of reparations, well, we don't pass the purity test either because of that, so guess what? We get killed now, too. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. Okay, so, anyway, my point is is that the comedy of that being presented aside, of, of you know, the repeated, well, they want the purges. No. The only people that want the purge are fucking, like, people like you and me that have a lot of guns, and we are not representative of the political left. All right? That's what you want, sunshine. <laughs> um, so, you're a doozy if you do. <laughs> But the comedy of that aside, that rallying cry of defund the police becomes this thing of, well, oh, they want this, without ever stopping to have that genuineness of saying, while there are some people that take this in an extreme, the general idea is this, okay? The general idea of reparations is not to even further overburden regular working stiffs like you and I that have fucking clawed and, you know, fought through the skin of our teeth to get where we are. Okay? Yeah. 
the general idea behind reparations is to say those families that fought and served for our country, that died in World War II and Vietnam, the black ones that came back that got shit and nothing, that was wrong. Yeah. What should be done to resolve that error? What should be done is a conversation that needs to happen. The answer to that question is a conversation that needs to happen. The, but that conversation can't happen as long as everyone's in their trenches going, well, they want the purge. They want fucking anarchy. Like, see, the problem like, I see, do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. The, the initial problem that I see is, okay, we do X, Y, Z to fix that error. Six months down the road, Group B starts up. They want reparations now. Because, well, they got screwed too. Yeah. And that may not be a bad thing because so, America's kind of, kind of got a shitty record for screwing people over. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm, the problem that you're going to have is that now all this different stuff is going through and you have all the other people that are now going to be shit on. Because the government and, and businesses and everything else like that is catering to such and such type of people instead. Or you're going to have the, 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 the vice versa of that. And you're going to have, and I know this is going to come out wrong. You're going to have like all these businesses that are going to have the token black guy. Right. And that's going to be their spokesman now because he can identify with the rest of the black community. Right, right. No. Rather than having genuine, like, you're yeah. making him a fucking puppet to further your pockets. Right, right. And, and this is, th- what you are presenting is exactly what needs to happen from a genuine level. And that I know you and that we have a rapport. We have a good faith foundation that, yes, those are real concerns. And need to, we need to come up with a way. Hey, liberals, it's your purview. It's your like social structures to come up with a way to help the populace not be screwed over by people and corporations trying to abuse that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, conservatives. We also, in that same conversation, need to have how are you going to make amends for not. God damn it. (laughs) How are you going to make amends for not or failing to protect a part of the American populace? That we can have that conversation and say these are both issues. And we need to have a middle ground yeah. to meet on. But both sides are busy lying in their pockets fucking playing the WWE game. Like, do you see what I'm getting at? To an extent, yes. And that's where, to, to go back to what I was saying, is if you look at, like, like I said, her name is uh, Joe Jorgensen. Yeah. If you look at, say, a third, third option. I'm not going to say candidate. I'm not going to say third party. Whatever, right. A third option or fourth, or fifth, or whatever, however many fucking shits there are out there, right? 
not financially backed by all these other, I'm going to say corporations, but what I'm getting at is the Republican or Democrat party as a corporation. Yeah, as a business. Right? Okay. They're not backed. Like they're opposing both of those corporations. Right. So why not give them a shot? Yeah. Why not listen to what they have to say? You may not agree, but at least listen to what they have to say. Because more often than not, that's probably going to make more sense yeah. than listening to the other two bicker back and forth about whose pockets are bigger. Right. When realistically, yeah. while they're bitching about... Neither one of them can find their shoes. Like <laughs> yeah, while, while they're bitching about the other one's pockets being bigger than theirs, yeah. they can't reach the bottom of theirs to begin with. Right. Like, yeah. Because they're yeah. still lying to the motherfucker. Yeah. No, and and, and so that's what I mean, is that I mean, what was that? What was that movie that they? There was well, two movies come to mind. Mm. You had the one where basically the, the election was deadlocked; that it literally came down to like one last guy's vote, mm. and both parties were trying to cater to him. <laughs> and like, oh well, what, here, here's five years of free steak dinners on us. Can we get your vote? Like, you know that type of <laughs> bullshit. And then the other movie was it was like some like. I don't know, we'll say, like, you know, mid-southeast or whatever fucking town, some guy was like, you know, eh, I'll run for president as a joke, and, like, everybody wrote his fucking name it, and the fucker got elected. <laughs> and he's like, well, uh, I didn't think this was serious. Well, like, like that old movie, Brewster's Millions. Yeah, so it's, it's one of those, like, you know, if that kind of scenario, like, you had just, I don't know, Let's run a fucking lottery for president. Everybody's name gets thrown in the fucking mix if you're 30 years old or older. And guess what? Right? Random hat. And this goes back to, like, like one of the things we talked about. What? It can't get over, much worse than it is now. Right. Like, this goes back to one of the things we talked about over a year ago, where it was, like, one of the things I most appreciate about talking with you, especially in regard to a lot of these subjects, is because many people like you mentioned earlier tonight, well, bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch, and it's like, well, what's your solution? And it's like that, that thing I was telling you before, over a year ago, where it's like, okay, if you had an island size of Cuba, what would be your way to run things? Like, you yeah. know, yeah, you know, how would you manage? And one of the most entertaining, at least from my brain, of like, huh, that might work systems of government that I've ever heard of was something called a chaocracy, which basically elected officials were instituted similar, like you said, by a lottery, but it was similar to jury duty. You were selected to, okay, now for this term, you know, select the, the juror, you're now fucking governor. Okay. But for each position, you had three individuals selected. So you'd have three presidents, so there could never be a deadlock. You always had one, you know what I mean, an uneven number. Okay. And then you had, in each group, so that it'd be like the House would have one, you know, the Senate would have one, was a member selected to do nothing but undermine them. That person that was selected for that office, their job was to go, you're an idiot, 
and you're an idiot, and you're a fuck up, and you fuck this, I and want you that lied job about that forever, and, right? Like, and you cheated on I, this. I want to get a job where I get paid to be devil's advocate. Yeah, like that—that's what I want. <laughs> I would own that shit. But it was—it was like there would be nobody that, better at that job than me. That one position was to to basically keep everyone accountable because they had no loyalty. They they were not for use, like you know what I, I mean. You know what I can get behind that. Yeah, I could. And I heard that idea, and it's like okay, so everyone gets elected. No one wants to be there, but they do it out of civic duty, and they're violently held accountable by an actual person selected from the community. Yeah, yeah, I like this idea. <laughs> my 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 initial question would simply be, how long are the terms for? Like, for example, say it was two years. Yeah. Are they paid for that two years? Yeah. No. Or is it, or is it, no, you're paid minimum wage. Right. This, because because at that point, no one's going to want to do it. Right. And it would fix minimum wage and everything else because, hey, if I got to live off of this shit for two years, if I got to live off of this shit, I don't want to be living off of fucking $7 an hour for the next two years. While trying to run a fucking country, maybe I should fucking because guess the what? People, like, That's what your general populace feels like they're doing with their own home. Yeah, they're trying to run their own little micro-sized country off of fucking off money. of seven dollars an hour. Yep. So guess what? You might want to fuck it up your game. Exactly. Yeah. That might not be such a bad fucking idea, right? <laughs> like, and, and it's things like that. That that's what I mean. Why when I say like. I enjoy talking about this stuff is because we can see the failings across the board get out of those trenches, at least between us and maybe inspire others to do so and be like, look, we don't sure we inspire people to do something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to get into what that something is, but not agree on everything, (laughs) but at least we can understand each other's perspective and try to, address the concerns that the other person's have the other person has as reasonable people. You know? Yeah. You know? Rather than sitting there and, and saying, Oh, it was police violence against protesters. Oh well there was riots. It's not a whataboutism. There was both and both are bad. How are we going to address both issues? Yeah. Like both need to be addressed because both are Killing the country, like yeah, yeah. it's yeah. no. I just like I said, I I don't I don't necessarily know the best way to fix any of this shit. Pandemic? What I do know, huh? <laughs> Pandemic. Oh wait. <laughs> well then, <laughs> this one needs to be a little bit stronger. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying that, that that I know the best way of fixing any of this, and yeah. you know that. Yeah, like, but as much as I know, yes, shit needs to change. Yeah, a fairly large portion of what is being changed versus what's said needs to be changed, yeah. and what the actual underlying problems are, still aren't the same thing. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, okay. I get the, some of the different statues being taken down, I get. I could pick a few more that need to come down. But, 
that's not going to fix anything. It's not going yeah. to change it, it's, what happened. It's emblematic at best. As an ideal, you could make the argument to say that it is symbolic. But if I had a choice, take all the jewels of energy, the unit of work, jewel, okay? Okay. The labor and the muscle expenditure, the caloric expenditure of energy in all those chants and all those fucking ropes and all the fucking pulling everything down and instead every single one of them went down to a fucking local shelter and volunteered for a day yeah that community might be changed yeah what okay do you see what I'm saying like I said, but I instead, understand that band-aid. Why, you know, some of the statues are were taken down because of who the person was, what they represented, all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, like somebody put a thing up of uh, it was like you know, picture yourself, you grew up, and and your parents or grandparents or whatever went through the Holocaust, and now there's a statue of Hitler. Yeah, you know, how do you think that's going to make them feel? And I get that. So, like I said, I understand why some of the statues are taken down. I wouldn't take it the other way. I personally put next to those statues, same size, same style, statues of fucking um, uh, Bin Laden. Yeah. Like, middle of the night grill action, just put up a statue of Bin Laden. Be like, what? (laughs) It was a cultural time. We all remember it. Hey, if if we're going to sit there and fucking praise bad things, hey, here we go. Right. But no, what I'm getting is I understand why some of them are taken down. The part I don't understand is the, oh, we're going to take the fucking, oh, God, the fucking taking Elmer Fudd's gun away in in fucking the comics now. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the fucking cartoons. Elmer Fudd is no longer allowed to be be seen <laughs> carrying his shotgun oh because God. it's violent. Oh. Motherfucker, are you kidding? That's that is what we fucking boiled down to now. And seriously, that's what I'm talking we about. We need to collectively, as a country, watch the movie Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Better yet, let's oh, make Blazing man. Saddles TV. 24-7, the movie what is on, about so you can watch it anytime you want, until we can get to the point where people actually laugh at each other. You heard about Gone with the Wind, right? That they took that down. What the fuck did they take Gone with the Wind for? Um, Because it promotes images of slavery as being a happy thing. Yeah. And, like, I think it was Bill Maher that said something like, a fat lot of good taking down a movie that no one was going to watch anyway is going to do. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I move it in closer to the microphone because I'm trying to make, make this point very clear. <laughs> you fuck stains. Turn around. You take Elmer Fudd's gun. You take down all these different statues. You take Gone with the Wind. But yet, a certain percentage of this country 
fantasized and idolized over Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. What? Advocating non-consensual rape. What like, yeah. fuck yeah. is going through your goddamn heads? Because I don't fucking understand. Yeah. And, this, and this, this is why people see me as a violent person. <laughs> Because the rest of the fucking country has got their heads so far up their fucking ass, you could roll them like a donut down a fucking hill. And guess what? They won't even notice. Because they're going to think their head's protected. They're not going to feel anything. The thing is, is that... I I don't fucking get it with people. The rest of the country. The fuck does Elmer Fudd's comic book fucking cartoon gun have to do with a goddamn thing? You defund education systems. For 60 years. And now we have a country that blew that right at you. That is not just ignorant, but foolishly ignorant. And are of age and do not realize what they don't know. The scary thing is, is that when you look at history, that the majority of the country is overworked, underpaid, stressed out, and without ethical or reasonable leadership. To me, and then it's like that. that you take that recipe, that is literally, if you wanted to create, if, if we wanted to go to fucking Abu Dhabi, and create revolution. That is how you do it. That is the recipe for creating revolution. That is the recipe for how you create an uprising. And the problem is, is that it's not just one side, it's both sides, but it's being fed by the left and the right. Yeah. And the people are going along with it. Yeah. They, they took a fucking chapter out of Stalin's fucking playbook and y'all motherfuckers are Mussolini-ing your ass all the way down to guess what? You know what's gonna fucking happen? Yeah. You, you know what's gonna fucking happen. Yeah. Because you're gonna end up remember. getting in a fucking boxcar thinking you're on your way to some fucking rally and guess what's gonna happen? Yeah. You're gonna end up in the middle of a fucking field with a grave with no fucking name. Yeah. You know why? Because your dumb ass decided to give up all the fucking freedoms and rights that you had for the better good because you were force-fed bullshit from two sides of a political system that don't give a fuck about you, all they're trying to do is put more money in their fucking pockets. Yep. Sorry, was that a little bit of a rant? My no. bad. No, it was. It's, it's exactly what I'm saying. I just it's that it's not a left or a right thing. Aggravates shit. It's, it's the fact that people don't learn their history, and the really scary thing is, is that. Though maybe unethical, even if we could kidnap somebody and fucking sit them down and force them to learn history. Go, okay, we're going to educate you on what the Bolshevik Resolution was. Like, we're gonna, some, like some clockwork orange shit. Right. Even if we did that, how many people are in the country? Yeah. Maybe more than just the two of us. And so, <laughs> the likelihood of where things are going, and, and I hope God I'm wrong, but the likelihood of where things are going, you check the boxes. When this happens, when this happens, when this happens. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And so one of the big things that I have been focused on for the last number of months is rather than fixating on what coulda, shoulda, woulda been, oh, they should do this, we should be doing what can we do with what is now? Do you see what I'm saying? I, I do. And the hard part and is that mean, is hard to come up with some answers for. for. For lack of a better statement, I'm going to say it. We're the greatest country in the fucking world. Yeah. We need to get our fucking head out of our asses. And this is a collective heads in asses. <laughs> right. Because we can fix this shit. And everybody can come out on top. And everybody can be fucking happy with the, the way it goes about. Right. If we fucking sit and talk and listen. Yeah. Not riot. Not fucking destroy buildings. Not fucking spray paint the fucking Vietnam Wall. Not fucking any of this other fucking destructive right. bullshit. But actually listen and talk. And I'm not talking like let the politicians do their own thing. Yeah. And let them decide it for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's been my biggest thing. Is yeah. Because stop with the fucking... We want change. We want change. How long have we been expecting them, the politicians, to do anything? And we now expect them to be competent? Really? Be the fucking change. Well, that's like, you know that, what I that mean? The, well, that was like one, one, I think I brought this up to you. Maybe, maybe it was, I was in conversation with the wife. I'm not sure. But it's like one of the things I saw on uh, Facebook was somebody had commented. You know, if all of the different people chanting, you know, defund the police and like in the sense of abolish the police and shit like that. Right. If they all went through the police academy and became the better officers that they want to see. Yeah. Guess what? A, you'd have a better job. B, you could actually be the change you want to see. I mean, what the fuck? Right. It's not a bad idea. It's, it's, I get it that the part of it is, okay, well, there's the physical standards, and there's the, you know, like, uh, mental health exam, and there's fucking all this other <laughs> bullshit. I, I get that, yeah. okay? That is designed to, if you can't handle the job, you're not going to be able to pass those fucking tests. Right. And I get that, okay? But. And I'll even under good faith say that, like I brought up before, the, the systematic structure of entrenchment tends toward that group think. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it has to. Correct. And you can push against that. You know what I mean? Now, like I said, I can, I can see where those, those different parts of the tests are designed to weed out the ones that can't handle it. Right. Okay. And I get it. There's a reason for it. I get it. However, if out of a hundred people that took the exam, 40 of them were people that wanted to become an officer so they could change yeah. the system, and say 20 of them actually got hired, yeah. that's now 20 fresh new quote-unquote, change the police officers helping make a better system. Yeah. Rather than destroying a fucking target 
to make a better system. Because guess what? Destroying a fucking target is not going to help right. make a better fucking police force. Right. No, it is. And it, we can it, sit here and toss ideas around all fucking night. <laughs> it's, it's, unfortunately, it's not going to fix anything. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to make it any fucking better. What? You mean the two problem. old white guys sitting here bitching about the fucking problems of the world aren't going to fix anything? Damn it. No, the pro- <laughs> you know what the problem is? Do, do you honestly know part of the problem is? Nobody who can actually do a goddamn thing about it is going to hear this. That's the problem. Yeah. And, and if the, and if they, they if they they are if there is someone out there listening to this that can do something about it, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm looking at it from the realistic aspect and more than likely realistic aspect of some fucking you know Democratic or Republican or whatever senator. They're not the ones listening to us. Yeah. We're not even on their fucking radar. Yeah. But the problem of the matter is that these are the voices that they need to hear. Yeah. The the, the actual people. Like. I say we run for fucking town supervisors and shit like that. <laughs> Fuck. You think anybody would elect me for fucking town supervisor? I would. <laughs> you know, in some of these races, though, they have like fucking like nobody fucking. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You never know. That, I'll, I'll fuck. I will. I will. That's what I we gotta write do. your name in. That's what we gotta do. Is we gotta look and find which like like positions have nobody running and run for those positions. By luck, it'll be like fucking State Department of Waste Services or something like that. Fuck, that's a powerful position. Be like, look, you don't do what I say. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, the streets are getting flooded with fucking garbage <laughs> and human waste. Right? Well, the thing is, is that, that that's what I mean. Is It's one of those things where... Are you familiar with the origins of the Crips? The gang? No. So, back in the 60s, the Watts riots. Yeah. Okay. After that happened, the community came together and said, okay, look, we need to start addressing addressing these issues ourselves because they're not going to. They're not going to help. They're not going to care. When you think someone's breaking into your house, they're likely to show up and shoot you rather than fucking do anything about it. So instead, they formed a club. So kind of like a neighborhood watch sort of deal. Yeah. Okay. And I said, fine. There's something going on. You call us. Oh, if you need money, you come to us and we'll give you loans where the banks won't because you're black. Yeah, it's called the mob. Yeah. Guess what? The mob did the same function. Yeah. Uh, most people in this country don't know fucking Little Orphan Annie was about discrimination. Because at one time, Italians were seen no different than fucking African Americans. Yeah. Well, you know? realistically, so are the Irish. Irish, same thing. Yeah, the Irish, Italian, I'm drunk. Point is, is that, <laughs> is that, that group, that neighborhood watch, is where the Crips started. And see, I'm, I, I would not say if each town or village or whatever had their own 
like neighborhood watch volunteer organization. Okay. And let's let let me preface this with I'm not saying to abolish the police. But if the quote unquote police force was replaced with local community people, you'd have more of a I give a shit about my community mentality. Yeah. Because they're not there simply to stop the bad guys or arrest the drug dealers or whatever the case right. may be. They're there to make sure that you're safe. Right. Your house is safe. Yeah. Yes. You may have a drug dealer in your neighborhood. And if they find out who the person is and they go and stop them, then the state police can come in and make the arrest. Right. But the little towns and villages and but shit they like also that. also might know that, yeah, that guy is also just out of rehab and he's having a relapse. No, I'm not saying drug user. I'm saying drug dealer. Right. But what I'm saying is they would have a more vested interest in the community. Yeah, they would have an understanding of And so they would have a better mechanism to address it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that all being said, as an example, there, where there was a shooting back around the corner or whatever in my neighborhood just a couple months back. I'm pretty sure we went over it over the one podcast shortly after that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they came around and people were passing out flyers or whatever for like a, a neighborhood watch program thing. And mind you, I'm out in the front yard. I'd just gotten out of the car. I'm armed. I'm, actually, I think I'd just gotten back with my brother from a day at the range. Mm-hmm. So I'm armed. I've got a bag full of fucking ammo. <laughs> this lady comes walking up behind me as I'm getting out of the car. Right. First off, that's a big mistake to begin with. <laughs> Second off, you're walking across my yard, not even like in the road. You're coming straight at me across the yard. The dogs are going nuts. I'm getting ready to like turn around like, what the fuck are you doing on my property? Right. And she's handing me this piece of paper. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Doesn't, you know, Hey, excuse me, you know, announce herself or anything. Just right. all of a sudden I turn around and she's standing there. Yeah. It's like, okay, first off, that's a good way to get fucking kicked because you're right. within striking distance for what fucking reason. Right. Now, you know, and I looked at her and I said, okay, that's all well and good. You want to start this, this, you know, community watch thing because of what? And she's like, oh, because there, there was a violent shooting in the neighborhood. Well, I said, as opposed yeah. to a non-violent one? Well, no, no. I, and I, I, said, I said, I said, yeah. I said, and the guy was apprehended within a few hours of the shooting. And the entire neighborhood got locked down during that time frame with helicopters and everything above us. Right. I said, so, again, you want to start this community watch thing for what end? Right. And I said, I said, I said, well, what kind of people are showing up for this? You know, and I started asking questions because I'm looking at it as the look. I don't mind doing it. But you're not going to sit there and put me trying to walk up to someone's house and stop a robbery or something like that if I'm the only one with proper training and armored. Right, right. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, you you pair me up, walk in the neighborhood with some, like, you know, 60-year-old guy who's 
basically walked around with a, with a uh, uh, you know cane and a flashlight. <laughs> Unless this motherfucker's got some like you know some move. severe <laughs> kung fu knowledge of what to do with that goddamn cane. Guess what? I'm fucked. Right. And God forbid if there's two of them. You know, I'm gonna be watching out my window, going, <laughs> "He's getting fucked up tonight." <laughs> yeah, there goes Fred. Yeah, he ain't doing yeah. shit. Oh no, yeah, he's stopping to change his defense again. You know what? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, to be honest, you you need a certain level of training. Right. You need to, and you do need to have a certain mentality of awareness and threat assessment and all this other stuff to go along with that style of job. Right. Now, whether it's a volunteer community base or whether it's the police department, Look at you volunteer need fire to have it. They still have fucking training. Yeah. They still fucking... I was in one. They I understand. Like, no, exactly. And, and the point that I was trying to make by, by raising that is toward that end of whether it's us sitting here bitching about this or whether it's someone listening or whether it's for the general populace of somebody tells somebody is tell somebody type thing. The focus needs to be on not what should and could and is supposed to be. But the focus needs to be on what can I do directly. Yeah. You know? And I think that far too often the political theater and the salesmanship of it gets pulls the focus to, well, here's what we're going to. Going to doesn't stop a person that's so impoverished and is soldier that came back and got fucking screwed up with drugs because of PTSD and fucking pain from a accident that now he's making a bad life choice. Yeah. Okay. Going to doesn't stop that person. Going to doesn't help that person. No. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing is it's not an easy question and it doesn't have a simple answer. But it's what can I do in my own direct area of influence that I can address? You know, yeah. like I said, if all those people went down to the soup kitchen, that community would be better off than having one less statue. If it had to be an either or. Now do both. But if you have to pick, you know what? Do the thing that helps people. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Like, my, my, I guess my thing is more a matter of as much as I fully understand that there needs to be change. And, and like you're saying, telling me what we're going to do is not going to fix now. Right. Saying what you're going to do does not change what happened. Right. Saying what you want the message to be seen as does not change what people have already done. Right. You know, like, like there was there was a, a video today. It was, uh, or I saw it today. It was a FedEx truck basically getting stopped in the road by 
protesters. Some point, someone opened up one of the doors of the truck and started pulling boxes and shit out of the back of the FedEx truck. Of course. So now you've got people looting the FedEx truck. The driver sees it, honks the fucking horn, and starts driving. Somebody got on top. It was it was like I don't know. For example, we'll say like that metal rack, like right. two two boxes about the size of that rack, but they're only like say yay deep. Okay. One on top of the other is he's trying to carry them like this. <laughs> gets bumped into by the truck, knocked over, and dragged down the road because the tire for the trailer is on top of the box. Okay. So the tire's not moving. Right. It's just dragging the box down the road and whatever's in it, and this guy's on top of two of them. So it's, okay, he's not right on the ground. Right. But he's still getting dragged by this fucking FedEx truck. Driver's and and everybody's yelling, stop the truck, stop the truck. You just fucking stopped him in the middle of the road, started banging on the fucking hood, started beating on the fucking windows to get him out of the fucking truck. Right. Broke into the truck, but you want him to stop now because it, it's different. Meanwhile, half of those packages that they stole were probably fucking PPE for the fucking hospital. Yeah, well, my <laughs> thing is, it's, it's, it's irregardless of what they fucking stole. I'm looking at the fact of, what do you think is going to make a difference to that driver that all of a sudden now you're saying, no, no, stop the truck, stop the truck. Right. With what you did to him before. Yeah. You just made an enemy. Congratulations. Banging on the Boy. fucking truck saying, stop the truck, stop the truck. Yeah. Does not tell him someone's wedged under that tire. Right. And and it does not tell him, no, no, we're not going to do anything to physically harm you this time. Even though we just did 30 seconds ago. Right. Yeah. And not and not talking where the person was wedged, the driver could not see that. Yeah. The driver was not driving away knowing that guy was there. It was a matter of, I'm getting the fuck out of here. St they're still beating on my fucking truck, so I need to get the fuck out of here faster. Right. So he just kept going. Yeah. And the guy taking the video is like, you know, oh my God, oh my God, holy fuck, oh my God. Asshole, there's two running cars right in front of you. Yeah. Get in the fucking car and either block the truck or pull up and tell him to put the window down and yell to him, there's someone wedged under the fucking tire. Right. Running down the street, banging on the side of the truck is not going to fucking help. Because <laughs> guess what? You ain't going to be able to run as fast as that fucking truck is rolling. Right, especially if you're scared shitless as that guy was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's again it's, it's the mentality of oh well that was before but this time I mean this right well that's all well and good and that may be your intention but it does not change what you were doing thirty seconds ago banging on that fucking truck telling the guy to get the fuck out yeah. that you were gonna beat their ass what what the fuck yeah it also doesn't communicate that intention to the other person. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah well, yeah, because he's, he's seeing this, you're beating on my fucking truck again. Right. You're still trying to get me out of it. Not, you're trying to help the person wedged underneath the fucking truck. Yeah. Who, quite frankly, shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place. Right. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things that, and that goes, that, that, that is a perfect example that goes to my point, because 
in that World War One battlefield, you've just taken this person that maybe they were fucking in the middle of that field, and you just pushed them to one side of that argument. Yeah. Regardless of what you intended, what you intended, and regardless of how much help they could have provided to address the real issues. It almost smells like hairspray. <laughs> and it's that that structure I of... I got else to drink, so I guess I'm, I'm drinking your oil slick concoction. <laughs> but it's that structure of in lieu of having an answer, let's make enemies. And it's like, that doesn't help anyone. Actually, it's not bad once it's flat. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's Otter Pop, man. Once, once the not condensation, um, the bubbles. Yeah. Carbonation. Carbonation, that's the word I'm thinking of. Once that kind of goes away, then it just tastes like syrupy sweetness with a little bit of love. Black pepper. <laughs> it, it, it's like a, a syrupy, sweet juice Gosh. with a hint of black pepper in it. That, that's what I'm getting out of it. You realize what time it is? Holy fuck. Midnight? Yeah. Well, that looks like a good place to wrap it up. <laughs> Gonna probably break this up into a few episodes then. <laughs> How long have we been recording for? Uh, we're at over four hours. Holy fuck! Four hours? Yeah. Damn! Okay. Yeah, so, uh, alright. On that note, um, <laughs> it's been another wonderful episode of... Welcome back! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! As you can see, I'm uh, fired up and wide awake this time. <laughs> another wonderful episode of Drunken Sorcery. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. I'm Mr. Mike. I'm crew. Y'all have a good night. Good night, everybody.